Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now, who all next week, uh, well, what do we got going on? Uh, this weekend, we're wrapping up the Syncrude Oil Country Championship presented by Akon. Natalie Minkler from the Oilers Community Foundation at 147 today. All next week, it's all about the Holika Gretzky, of course, uh, as color analyst for the Oilers and host of Oilers Now. You know that we do shows all season long uh, down at Rogers Place, and that's where we'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Those are competition days. The tournament actually launches Monday. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca, EdmontonOilers.com. Lots of different components to it, including the Center Ice Summit. Um, so we've heard from Ron Robinson, the commissioner of the WHL today. We've heard from Brad McEwen, head scout for Hockey Canada. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to have high-profile NHL coaches, general managers, uh, lots going on. And another component, Rene Fassell is coming in. He is a former official himself. He heads the IIHF. And the yesterday we had Colin Campbell on the show. Today, joining us right now, is Stephen Wacom, the vice president and director of officiating for the National Hockey League. Stephen, you're on with Bob Stoffer. How you doing? Not bad, Bob. How you doing, man? Good, absolutely. Uh, hey, uh, look, uh, tell me about, you know, this is a, there's lots of different components to it. Ron talked about the opportunity to get all the WHL GMs and coaches together because there's been significant changes in those roles throughout the league, and it's also a learning opportunity at the officiating level as well as part of the Center Ice Summit. Maybe you could speak to that. Yeah, what's good about the Summit is you've got a lot of, a lot of uh, parties are constituents within the game, uh, including officiating. And not too often do we uh, do we get to get together during an, an off time. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's great that Edmonton uh, is hosting it, and uh, we're going to have people there from uh, international hockey. Uh, I think from USA Hockey, Hockey Canada. So, it's good. It's uh, it's a it's it's not only are we going to have uh, you know sort of. Big, executives and managers there we're also going to have uh real officials there uh, it's going to be ihf officials guys that are rep- working the tournament and then there's a there's a there's a local element as well so yeah we're going to be pretty busy uh you know on the ice uh, uh with officials and with executives so i'm looking forward to it does it help when you have a guy like facel who rose up through the ranks literally and figuratively to the position that he's in uh with the governing body at the iihf as a guy that's uh, you know a believer in the importance of those roles uh with officials and the fact that they be treated you know with respect and dignity by all parties in hockey yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, Renee's always uh, been uh, 
uh, interested in the in the greater game, and uh, officials are very much a part of that. Um, so you know it's good. I uh, I, I think this tournament, the uh, Holland Kukreski tournament, has been a tournament that's been around a long time. It showcases talent from all over the world, and you know for the first time having it in Edmonton and having it really in North America is uh, is exciting. Steve, uh, it's interesting because what happened, Stephen, is as as a color analyst for the Oilers, we've had obviously some tough times. It, you know, I've done the games now for ten years, and uh, yeah. I, I come from the school. Don't complain too much when your team isn't very good because it just looks trite. Uh, that said, there are, are going to be tough calls, and uh, I might be a little bit of a believer that veteran teams get veteran calls. And I watched it watching the evolution of the Oilers in the '80s, right? Like that—that's there's a comfort level that exists. But what do you think is the most pressing challenge that uh, you guys deal with, um, and, and specific to your role as director of officiating in the National Hockey League? on a day-to-day basis? Like, what sort of thing do you get asked the most about uh, from the various different partners in the league? Well, there's a lot of passion in the league. And I just <laughs> say, well, maybe Edmonton needs to bring in a few fast veterans. No, I'm just kidding. The, uh, the, 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 the league uh, and the people within it, um, they understand what's going on in the game, and, and they really do have a, a big picture mentality. But when you're in it and you're there and you want to win, every call matters. Every puck that crosses the line, every right. penalty, every dawn call. So it's great to have that, and we probably we're probably the only game that has that right down to the grassroots. I mean, if you're a hockey parent. I mean, you're passionate. The, the officials at every level get in the way of winning at some point in time, whether it's the right call or not. So you're always going to have that, that passion in the game, and I, I think that's what I deal with on a daily basis is, you know, somebody uh, or some person within the game, they just want answers. They want, they want to know that the guys are accountable. Um, uh, sometimes I wish they could just sit down with the guys after a, a game where maybe they didn't perform as well because they'd see how 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 much it matters to these guys that uh, do it uh, professionally, and uh, they're the first to know if they do um, make a mistake or miss something. And uh, you know the real skill of an official is being able to park it just like a good player. Um, you know, being able to to park that giveaway that scored the winning goal and get ready to play the next night. Right. So, uh, I, those are the elements. I mean, for me in this job, you're managing up, down, sideways, and then you're, you know, you're coaching a team of professionals that, that, you know, they, they're the greatest, they're the greatest employees you could have because, you know, they, they work hurt, they work sick, they never call in sick, they, uh, you know, they never turn down an assignment and, and the only thing that they're ever mad about is when they don't get more work in the playoffs. So it's a, it's a, it's a real good group to lead. Vice President, Director of Officiating for the National Hockey League, Stephen Walken, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Uh, and I, anytime there's uh, an immense amount of whining and complaining, I, I all I'll say about uh, NHL officials is uh, watch the international game. They're trying to catch up to the level that you guys are at as well. Uh, one of the things that we brought up with Colin yesterday. Just how difficult the offside rule is, because to me, the spirit of the rule has been 
and you know it, it's it, it's been a it, it's been abused a little bit in the sense that hey if the player's four feet offside and on the rare occasions that the linesman and the referee miss it which happened I believe with the Matt Duchangle uh, we get that we get uh, that play's got to be called back but you know, uh, we had an incident this year in Nashville. Uh, Jajar Kara's uh, skate was raised at the blue line on his own entry, and 40 seconds later, the goal was scored in a game-tying goal, and the Oilers were hanging on for thin life at that time, and the goal got called back. That has been um, video replay and that sort of thing, Stephen. In that situation, specific to offsides, um, I'd have to envision that's been one of the more bigger, uh, one of the biggest challenges for you guys. Yeah, I think what the challenge is, is, is like, <laughs> uh, it's not, hey, it, it's the rule. I mean, we all understand that no matter where you move the finish line, you're going to have close plays. Yeah. And until you're a team involved in it, uh, you probably, you know, you, you want, you don't want the close ones called. And I think, I think there is a, a concern out there that it goes against the spirit of why offside was put in the game in the first place. It was put in the game when they added the forward pass in the offensive zone so players couldn't play behind the defenseman. And, 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 and now, you know, we moved forward to where we are today where a lot of times you have one or two defensemen back and you're offside by a centimeter and we take back the goal. But whenever you have a black and white rule, you're going to that's going to happen so i uh, you know to me it's a it's a great example of uh, let's make sure that wherever we go with video review um uh we're careful with it because uh sometimes um sometimes we, we can put our hand in the game i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Too far. Uh, I, you know, I grew up watching uh, Wayne Gretzky. He was an unbelievable player. The Oilers were an electrifying team at that time. The league changed the four and four rule as a result, or uh, you know, in terms of uh, coincidental penalties. Um, Edmonton has a player now, and and I'd like to know, you know, you watch uh, and evaluate the work of uh, uh, the officials around the league. Just how, when you have a player as dynamically skilled at the level of speed that Connor McDavid plays at. It's not just a challenge for opposition players, is it? It's also a challenge. I mean, you got some great skating officials, but you got to be in the right spots, and he does things that seemingly nobody else can do. How, with the with the evolution of the game, Stephen, and, and how fast players are, officials have to be in many respects better than ever before, don't they? Yeah, they really do. I mean, that's why that's why I mean we're coming out here to probably investigate whether we run a Western Combine one day. And, and the and the and the officials that we're looking at, we need them to have uh, the skill set 
of a of a junior CIS uh, yeah. E1 USHL player. We it's it's absolutely necessary because the players, you know, for an official, you you yes, you want to make the right calls, but you really want to work hard to stay out of the way. And uh, you know, and 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 that's the uh, and for us, even you know, as outsiders, not outsiders, but guys that are watching the game all the time, the game evolves, and there's you know, there's whenever you put a new rule in, even you really don't want to call the rule all the time. Players don't want to take penalties; they conform to the rules, and then the coaches come up with new defensive systems that that try to take that offense out of the game. So that's that's the great challenge. I mean, it's it's we need to have athletic officials. Uh, like never before in the game, and uh, and and you know we also need to be very cognizant of what are these coaches doing to circumvent the rules to take offense out of the game. Uh, just to wrap up, Steve, in 1998, I broadcast Alberta against UNB. Scott Sherry was playing for the V-Reds at that time. 2000, <laughs> 2006, Alberta beat Lakehead at uh, then Rexall Place. Shandar Alfonso was playing for the uh, Thunderwolves. So there's your two examples right there of the level of player. Those were major junior grads that you uh, that played uh, at then CIS, now U Sports Hockey, and have, you know now work in your league. So awesome stuff. Hey, uh, we'll see you next week here in Edmonton. Thanks for taking time to join us, Stephen. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Bob. I look forward to seeing you next week. All right, you bet. That's Stephen Walkham. He's the Vice President, Director of Officiating for the National Hockey League. When we come back, Natalie Minkler, the Executive Director of the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation, and Bob and Brendan to wrap it up here on Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, Pro-Am Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a Pro-Am Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Full disclosure, we pre-taped our conversation that's coming up with Natalie Minkler. She is the Executive Director of the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation. And it starts out uh, with the charitable component as to uh, where the proceeds go uh, for the Syncrude Oil Country Championship presented by Akon. That's right. Uh, that's right, Bob. Uh, the Syncrude Oil Country Championship, now in its third year at the Petroleum Club. Great, great event. And for anybody who would ever want to see professional golf in action, it's a great way to go down, see these guys play. And they can play without a doubt. Um, and so the net proceeds that are generated from the tournament are... Uh, uh, come to the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation, and we are redirecting them to the Glen Rose Rehabilitation Hospital right here in Edmonton. Oh, it's great that uh, that takes place. And I think the one thing you've got to really like is just how engaged and involved the alumni have been in this event. I know the Pro-Am on Tuesday, uh, I think there were 17 or 18 Oilers uh, current uh, and past players out there. And it, 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 when you have that sort of support from your group for events like this with a charitable uh, component to it, it's uh, it, it always gets received well. Absolutely. And, you know, our alumni association 
has been instrumental in in assisting the Oilers Community Foundation and all of our fundraising efforts, not only with this tournament this weekend, but last year our Iron and Frost Gala. We had about 30 alumni members out in our full team, and, uh, you know, we've we've got a great working relationship, and, and these guys are so willing to help out uh, the community in every way they can. So they've been wonderful, wonderful to work with. We're joined right now by Natalie Minkler. She's the executive director of the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Over the course of the year, Natalie, uh, and maybe you can educate our listeners here, and, and obviously fans in oil country play a huge uh, part of this, but... Exactly how much money does uh, the Community Foundation raise and how many different charities benefit from that during the course of a year? So this past year, um, our fiscal year just wrapped up, and uh, with the support of our fans, and really it is the support of our fans that make us successful, uh, we were able to redistribute over $3.7 million back into the community. So when our fans come to Oilers games and they participate and they purchase 50-50 tickets and they purchase memorabilia on our online auctions and they come to our galas, it's really with the support of the community that, that helps to make us successful. So since our inception in 2001, we've redistributed over $36 million to more than 27 hundred charities, community groups, minor hockey groups in northern Alberta. And uh, we're, we're very, very fortunate and humbled by the support of hockey fans and oiler fans in northern Alberta who really, you know, support us and help us make us, us successful. Well, one thing that I like, and it's uh, always, uh, for me, something that I investigate anytime, you know, maybe you volunteer a little bit of time to emcee something, is that the money stays in Northern Alberta. I know that's uh, an absolute priority for the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation as well. It really, really is. And our focus is um, uh, education, health and wellness, and hockey programming for youth. And it's a very broad mandate, but it's intentionally broad because it allows us to work with so many different community groups. And uh, one thing I will say, and I know that you've seen it as well, the need in our community is is not shrinking. It's growing year over year. And so for us, because we do receive such broad support, it's important for us to give back to the community in any way that we possibly can. Natalie Minkler joining us. Uh, the Oil Country City, uh, the Syncrude Oil Country Championship taking place in our city uh, out at the Petroleum Golf Country Club. 20 bucks for single-day passes on the weekend if you want to head out there. And it's not done. Uh, we've got another event. It's a big event coming up. A big event for the Oilers Entertainment Group, Natalie. It is uh, the Holinka Gretzky Tournament. And I know that uh, the Oilers Community Foundation will be involved in that as well. Absolutely. And any time Oilers Entertainment Group is uh, putting a huge event on, like uh, a Holinka Gretzky Tournament, um, we're right there to support the community. And so we're so pleased that we can participate. And we will have our 50-50 running uh, next week as well at the uh, at the games. And so any fans are coming out to uh, purchase tickets, be sure to buy your 50-50. One thing that we know about Edmontonians is, and Albertans is 
they love 50-50, and so it's a great opportunity to uh, have some fun, maybe win a few dollars, and give back to the community at the same time. Great. All right, that is Natalie Minkler. She is the Executive Director of the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation. Again, uh, the event all this weekend over at the Petroleum Golf and Country Club, the Syncrude Oil uh, Country Championship presented by Acon, And then next week, which is where we'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, for sure, uh, down at Rogers Place for the Holinka Gretzky Tournament. Thursday, we will be out. Mark Spector and myself, staff inspector for horse racing in Alberta. We have the Canadian Derby coming up, by the way, in the third week of August. Um, but Mark Spector and myself will be out at Westlock Ford. And if you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Wilson at Westlock Ford or check out the great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. It is 153 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you, along with Brendan Ulrich. And this tandem is uh, unlikely to be uh, doing a lot of shows together for uh, the next little while. Brendan, it's, this is our last show working together. Now, we should establish you are, uh, I'm doing the shows next week. You're gonna, I'm going to take a little bit of a break for the final two weeks of August. You're going to be in the saddle for a bunch of those shows. We're going to have some travel coming up, especially in the months of September and October uh, with the Oilers Hockey Club, a big trip over to Germany and Sweden. So you're going to be participating and, and helping us out, hosting some shows when I'm either uh, flying with the team or whatever. Uh, so, have at her, man. I hope you enjoy those tales for sales. I think you're going to do okay on it. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. We'll see. I already uh, pitched a few ideas for this show to uh, oh, the bosses, so we'll see how that well, goes. Well, don't forget, you got to pitch them to me, too, <laughs> yeah, right? No, that's, uh, that's still uh, going to happen. But, so, uh, so, of all the guests we had, what was the uh, what, 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 what do you think was the... F- I'm going to put you on the spot here, because now you have to think about it, but was there one that kind of you're like, wow! I can't believe we're getting this guy on the show. Or this this person, on, yeah. Well, obviously Wayne Gretzky is the first one that comes to mind, yeah. and uh, we had him on quite regular regularly, so that was a uh, pretty cool. So, yeah. um, we might be getting him again here, maybe when you're gone. Just yeah, you know, that's too bad. Yeah. No, but he was always awesome to have on. Our regular guests were all great. I really enjoyed having them on day in and day out uh, during the season. Uh, Craig Simpson, of course, was uh, the longest standing uh, regular guest that we've had that I've worked on the show with. So uh, he was fantastic. Fantastic. Elliot Freeman's great. Even Mark Spector. I'll throw him to the lump as well. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give Spector too much credit. Uh, but uh, Louis DeBrusque, of course, too. Greg Button back in the day when I first started. That was one of my favorite segments every week. Yeah, so that it's been was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you've done a terrific job on podcasting, which has immensely changed the business. Uh, We're not going to toot our own horn, horn here, other than to say that Oilers now is very competitive in terms of uh, the, the, the podcasts uh, for, the, for the chorus company. So I'd like to thank you, Brendan, for all the work that you did uh, helping to put the show together. Uh, again, you're going to uh, do a terrific job filling in, and uh, I'm, I'm sure you're going to do a fantastic job in sales. So we're going to we're going to miss you. I'm going to miss you on not not too much. I mean, and, and how many times? <laughs> You'll have a new hot shot producer in no time, Bob. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you replaced a hot shot producer yeah. that's now doing his own thing in terms of Reed Wilkins. Uh, I, I've had three three producers over the last 18 years that I've worked a lot with. Corey Graham, who is uh, battling a bit of an illness right now, and uh, Corey, our, our hearts are with you, man. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, three guys that were terrific and big assets to, to individuals that I've, uh, have helped make uh, my product and our sound better, which is always an important thing. So best of luck moving forward. Um, uh, and, hey, just, just, just for potential guys out there that, or gals that might want to, you know, get involved with us moving forward. I don't, did I ever get mad in four and a half years? 
No, not at all. Oh. No, it's been a it's been a joy to work with you, Bob. I, and I want to thank you for everything, giving me an opportunity to come on this show with you and go back and forth. I've learned a lot, obviously, in terms of executing things on the air, but off the air and how you deal with people. And that should help me uh, in my next role as well. So I'm really looking forward to that. I appreciate it. And uh, I mean, I don't know. It, it would have been nice to talked about a Stanley Cup, I guess, over the years. So that's what I'll, you know, I'm going away wishing that had happened, but uh, maybe you'll we'll be around. eventually here. I'll you'll, be in the building and we'll... You'll be around. We'll see. But uh, yeah, thanks for everything, Bob, and uh, your new producer will do way better than me, so it'll be all good. Alright, well, he's going to have to get uh, coached up, that's for sure. Coming up, uh, we have a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Then we have a news weather and traffic update. As we mentioned... With Eileen Bell, and then the 6.30 Chit Afternoon News with Jalen I and Andrew Gross. Monday will be uh, best of Oilers now, which many would say is an oxymoron. But uh, we will uh, be back live from Rogers Place Tuesday for the Holinka Gretzky Tournament. So long, everybody from Oilers now. Hey, Brendan, we'll see you at the house at 4. Now, I believe in what you say. Digitex. Office solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.